So, Anne, this time, rolled the die and chose Robot, Robot World. Yeah. I think we should let her pick more often. <laughs> uh, well, it's I mean, always random. Yeah, no. So I, know. I mean, I don't think any. I don't think we've ever really like no, lifted the veil on how we do this. Maybe briefly every now and again, but maybe we should just remind people mm. that I have like a magician's hat, essentially. That's yeah. black velvet. Mm-hmm. I uh, grab all the movies out of the cases. I put them in backwards into just the the little white sleeves. Uh, that you give like somebody a mixtape or mix CD of uh, back in the old days, uh, and then just throw it into a hat. We have a big red die with you know six uh, one through six, it's and then squishy. Whoever, yeah, it's one of those like stressy ball ones, um, and we just you know start we roll, and whoever gets the highest number randomly pick something from the hat mm-hmm. and that's what we got that's right so just because you win the dice toss die toss doesn't mean you win the, <laughs> the game of depends. life right because right. it all it all yeah it and it it is usually uh exacerbated by how i present the opening of like you know usually it's like sean what did you do to us right right right, right. yeah totally um i think that you know, like while this wasn't a, uh, uh, you know, like a showstopper, like holy crap, like I definitely think it was not nearly as terrible as it could have been. I loved the living um, shit out of this. Did you? I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad you yeah. did. Yeah, I was very I, happy with it. I liked a, I liked it actually quite a bit. Um, I, I definitely don't think that it's, uh, you know, as you're seeing like this, this, uh, uh, the cover here, it's uh, certainly not what that film is sold to be. No, um, not at all. Yeah, but. Well, that's, that's where I was a little bit concerned. Yeah. Well, you came in, you were kind of like, well, I've been working all day. I kind of yeah. got like this little itch in the back of my head that yeah. feels like, you know, it's going to be a migraine or, uh-huh. you know, some bad, yeah. oh, bad a, headache. It was a jackhammer by the time I walked through the door. Yeah. This was something that I picked up at Half Price Books mm-hmm. that was in the way back corner clearance section for like 99 cents. Yeah. Um, when you look at the cover, it's very much like the, the sci fi mm-hmm. channel asylum sort of thing. Totally. Um, Mockbuster. Yeah, like yeah. a Mockbuster sort of right, thing. It could be right. a takeoff on Transformers or something like that. Or well, something I, like I, yeah, I would have thought it would, it would be a really low budget. Um, Real steel. Terminator, Genesis damn, kind I, of a I, thing. I, you know? I'm not going to get into real steel, but <laughs> it is such a guilty pleasure for me. It's like the uh-huh. the uh, oh, yeah. like modern day over the top. Yeah, with Rock'em Robots. It's not an. Awful I wonder, movie. and not to get too far off talk, topic, but like uh, Battleship, the movie mm-hmm. Battleship, mm-hmm. around the same ish time ish as Real Steel, mm-hmm. when they were like, we want to do like more board games, board games. Board right. Do you think it might have been? A rock'em, rock'em sock'em, sock'em at that's, first. That's really oh, that's, funny. That's, that's a good theory. That's because really there are times where there's like the yeah. uppercut and the head just goes right, boing right, in some of those sequences. Yeah. Anyways, Robot World. I th- when you yeah when you look at the cover, mm-hmm. I mean you yeah I, you know I saw that it won awards. I mean I didn't really recognize the awards necessarily. Sure. I just thought it would be like robot jocks, like back right. in the day, of just something. Oh yeah, you know, kind of kitsch and neat and whatever, but not. I, I I try to stay away from stuff that says asylum or things that are, um, or even like I think it's like dimension, um, 
because you know what to expect. Yeah. And I really didn't know what to expect with this. Uh, and I st still didn't even, after watching it, mm. really <laughs> know what I expected from it. Yeah. But it had a really nice pace to it. I thought yeah. the direction was really good. There's so many, well, uh, the, the, okay, there's a couple things that I did not like was all the black. Yeah. Yeah, there After was a, a lot while, of smash cutting the black in this for sure. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I was, and it would take me about two or three days to do like a super cut of all the <laughs> cut to black. <laughs> right. Um, which I don't know if I'll do or not. Right. But I would guess there's at least maybe, if you were to add them up, maybe like four minutes, five minutes, being conservative, or two minutes? I would say uh, there's like at least, I would say realistically, not even exaggerating, 15 smash cuts to black in this film. Like, oh, yeah. minimum. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying yeah. like time-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of them only hold for a couple seconds. Right. I mean, if right. that... Right. Uh, Part of the problem is we're watching it on a standard definition DVD, too, and those blacks look bad. Mm. It's not like a HD black, you know, where it's like a nice deep black. You see all the digitizing, you know, squares and the crushes, and, right. it, and it's kind of sure. ugly, too. I, I don't know if I would appreciate the blacks anymore, you know, <laughs> if, if, it, if we were watching it in a better format or not, but... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like that. Well, it was it very obvious. There mm. were a couple times where, well, even though I thought the direction was really good, I didn't really need some of the, the digital kind of um, handheld kind of stuff yeah. that they were doing in post, kind of moving the frame around, or even just the handheld camera in general. I'm not a huge fan of that, mm -hmm. where it's like the extra motion that they use to sure. make it kind of seem realistic. Um, but th those are two like minor things. Um, but there, there were a couple times where they did not go to the black screen and instead they went to like a shot of like kind of down below mm -hmm. looking up at the trees and the sky yeah. and then cut to where he was still walking to another place and they did it again. Whereas like sky, I mean, you can do it, mix it up yeah. a little bit more arty to do it that way. Well, a little more, uh, I guess less obvious or, yeah. um, like in your face. Yeah, the blacks are jarring. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's just jarring. It's not like a normal transition at all. No. Right. Which I think, I mean, there's probably a creative reason behind that. I you know, almost think it was like a logistical movie, thing. Right. I think it was more like we have a lot of CGI to work on, and this is an easy way to like kind of carve the film into pieces. Um, you know, it kind of felt like more of it was a logistical issue, as far as I was seeing, than, than a stylistic thing. Um, I mean, maybe that was that too, but yeah, it was it was definitely overused. But, but if, he's, if he's walking from place to place, mm -hmm. we're trying to establish time yeah. is what they were doing. Yeah. You could have easily had him start at one point yeah and then do like a slow like just crossover right into the next scene right right um and that would probably still work yeah. but you know um, i can't get in i mean and i'm i'm that's my total like nitpick of this <laughs> sure. but beyond that i just i loved yeah. the fact that i had even at the end of the film i still mm -hmm. had questions yeah. I had no idea what was going on until mm -hmm. like some things were revealed. I mean, we really lived in the shoes of the main astronaut character yeah. who was on this mission, right? Uh, and and dealing with the situations as they were presented to him. Mm -hmm. 
The, and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's it's absolutely not the movie you think you're going to get looking at the cover. Totally, and right. I, and I think that I mean, especially as it's um, you know, it's like one of the, my biggest pet peeves is how often people say boring, as if like to say something is boring is somehow a reasonable criticism, and that you know someone thinks that they're saying something intelligent by saying that it was boring, and it's like the most annoying thing in the world to me. And I mean, some things are genuinely boring, but far off, more often than not, it's just, you know, it's not boring, you just have a terrible attention span. <laughs> um, and I really, um, I think a lot of people are going to be absolutely turned off by the pace of this film. Like, there's no question about it but i was really all about the pace of it like i mm -hmm. really didn't mind at all and in fact interestingly enough so much more than so many of these other like um you know frantic and manic movies that we watch where i'm like constantly looking at my watch going oh my god when is this thing gonna freaking end like this time i was like you know as slow paced as it truly was like i was like oh it's over already yeah like yeah. it kind of like i was very much surprised that this film ended when it did because i was kind of along for the ride um and so yeah, I, I I didn't mind the pace at all. I think the look of the film was really tremendous. Yes. I mean, especially on what must have been an absolute shoestring budget. Oh, yeah. I think what they were able to do with the CGI here and with just the, I mean, the lens flares and the, the look of it. I mean, so it looked, you know, you could tell it was like a little lower budget, but it kind of looked like an episode of Black Mirror. Um, that's really kind of the impression that I got. But also, like, and we brought it up, I think, you know, we all kind of were getting like moon vibes, you know, and just this kind of um you know obviously kind of low budget but doing a lot with their budget um this just very kind of um you know again like with the lens flares and everything it had like this very distinctive style to it mm -hmm. but i was mostly impressed by that by the cgi i mean you know these guys they weren't actually building robots um but i i really felt the 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 computer generation in the robots was kind of flawless yes. like i never once was like oh i see the seams or oh this is fake it looked like damn robots running around yeah there was very little i mean mm -hmm. the, I, there's there was stuff that did look a little video gamey to me i felt like but most yeah. of it was like the ex stuff that works against the exteriors like the yes. dog dog walking by uh there's a dog robot by the way <laughs> uh walking by like trees and bushes and yeah. stuff like that yeah. should press underneath the weight of it right it doesn't right really. sure uh but other than that i mean again that's something that we would heavily criticize in mm -hmm. like a Marvel movie sure. that has a hundred plus million dollar oh, yeah. budget yeah. at its disposal. This movie didn't have a fraction of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And they did a great job with what they, they had. They crushed it. Yeah. I found myself questioning the CGI in this less than like Black Panther. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. You know, like because there's no excuse for it in right, Black Panther. Right, and there right. is. Yeah, there's there's plenty of justification for it in a low budget movie. And I don't know any history about this or who made it or, uh, you know, really where it came from or the genesis of it. But mm -hmm. I have a feeling that this was made by uh, computer graphic yeah designers that would seem reasonable um, like this is their thing to like there was another movie and that was on netflix and, and it escapes my mind right now um, but it was kind of the same thing where it was built uh, and made by people that you know did computer graphics and uh they did a fantastic job mm -hmm. because they kept it simple right right and just really focused on um well not only just keeping it simple but then not over 
using their uh, their their uh, computer generated right things. I mean, it's more will understated because um, they kind of did this too. It reminded me of Alien because in Alien, at the very beginning, uh, you, you know, in this movie and in Alien, after the the first you know crawl mm-hmm. right uh, title screen. They had the text, and it was that was completely taken from Alien and Mother, right? When you know they're you know doing the text, um, and the way that this paced out too, I they really understood like how to build tension mm-hmm. and not to reveal too much, yeah, but just give you enough to where you are invested in the story. You don't know where this is going to go. You don't know who, you know, well, there was only one human in this. Mm -hmm. Um, If, you know, if he's going to live, if he's going to find other humans, you know, where is, what is the, you know, we had so many questions that we weren't asking each other as we were watching the film, which is fine. But we were, we were all invested in the way of, we don't even want to communicate to each other Mm -hmm. about what's going on in the screen. Which is a rarity. Yes. In our... Because there are many times that I wanted to say what the fuck is going on, but not in the way that we've said it before. Sure, sure. Of like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? Yeah, totally. Right. Um, I I mean, I definitely do feel that. I I guess I've I have issues. I wouldn't say with the pace of the film, but there were. I, I kept. I did find myself kind of going like okay, like, we've seen this, like, we've seen him sitting down in a field eating something, you know, like, we've, there, I think that, you know, he, it it felt like he was stretching for time in some cases, like, he wanted to make something that was feature length, he had this idea um, that really is just very minimalist, and really wanted to get it to feature length, so it's like, well, let's just add some more of him wandering around a little bit, Um, that I I wish that there would have been more, like, little mini events happening in the film to give a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of uh, substance Mm -hmm. to what was happening there, Um, I think think you could have done that i think you could have like created little moments for him that wouldn't have just been so repetitive and i think that's the kind of thing that's gonna hold this back from being something like that i'm like holy shit that was a really good movie um but it was i would say it was better than expected like far better than expected um you know with a lot of the bullshit that we watch like i was highly impressed with this thing um and i was mostly impressed by how ballsy it was to like release this thing that is a feature length film that has hardly any dialogue at all right. um you know what it, it, it reminded me of in um you know kind of in content and you know it was a little it was like the beginning of wally right you know and you yeah. think about like how impressive that beginning of wally is that for like the first i think it's like 18 minutes um of wally there's no dialogue and it's all just images and i think that like that's very much what this film is it's like that's just like really i can't believe they did this and i'm so surprised that anybody would want to watch a movie like this in this day and age you know but i love that i mean i love movies like 2001 and blade runner and star trek the motion picture you know like i love that old style of filmmaking that you just don't get that much anymore where it's like they allow a film to breathe and i'm willing to forgive a lot of maybe they could have been a little bit less repetitive in this i'm willing to accept that to finally have a movie that's like letting something breathe like this yeah um that's i mean 
bring it on. Like, that's fine. I'll forgive a lot of flaws when something is is as boldly, slow, like, deliberately paced. I don't want to say slowly paced. I like to say deliberately paced. Yeah. And it really was. I can't believe that there isn't more talk about this. Yeah. Like, even as, like, a hidden gem that not a lot of people talk about. I, looked, I checked Letterboxd mm-hmm. before we came in here. There's 10 reviews really? of this movie. I mean, and it's from 2015. So, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's five years old now. You would think that there would be at least somebody maybe right. on a grander level than our, our show, you know, that's more that would have talked about this totally. by now. But, totally. But it, there's not. There's no discussion on I it mean, at all. IMDb seems to have, like, a fair amount of praise. You know, like, there are definitely the people, and they're like, this is slow, this is boring. But there are more positive actual written reviews than negative written yeah. reviews on IMDb. Um, so I definitely think that it's something that's spoken to other people. Yeah. You know, they've definitely kind of come across this thing. I'm sure it's, like, streaming on, like, Amazon or something like that. I, you I know? hope it is, because people need to to see this yeah absolutely in some capacity i mean if you like science fiction this is a really good science it's fiction so movie much for better than decade. so much yeah. bullshit out there like absolutely it's so much better than a lot of that bullshit out there it really is it's absolutely worth worth watch i mean if you're just a fan of science fiction in general mm-hmm. um it's absolutely worth twilight seeing. zone style science fiction totally in particular yeah it's it's really really good the reveals are really well handled mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just beautifully done yeah I, I i i wish that the uh main actor was a little bit more engaged i felt that there was kind of like this detachment that it made me not really buy his performance as much i really wish that like you know i mean there's i mean where it comes to little things like you know, even like we we kind of discussed it, like the the alarm. It's like it's like eject ship, you know, evacuate ship right away, and he's just like kind of calmly going about it, but not in a way that it makes me feel that he's just really well trained. It makes me believe he's just not really acting that well, um, or well, like when there's shots happening and he's just like not really dodging out of the way quickly enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I guess you can, you know, I want to spoil anything, but you can maybe put that on to whatever's happening with the story. Um, but I don't know. It just felt like he was just a little bit disengaged as an actor. I well, I, I believe that one hundred percent. And yeah. when I when I with, I haven't researched it, so I don't know what the relationship is. He's related. The, the, he's related to the yeah. director. I mean, right. they've got the same last name. And uh, at least on Letterbox, I clicked on his picture, and nothing else popped up totally. except this movie. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so it might have been you know. Hey, you're available. Right, right. Do me a solid. Yeah. And, and play this part. But I, I you look the part. I don't so think he part. was bad. No, he you wasn't. Know, and that's the thing because, yeah. like, a lot of times you get actors in a role and it's like, oof, they're they're wooden or they're awkward or it feels like they're acting. And I don't really feel that was the case with this guy. Which I mean, I do want to say his name since he's the, literally the only actor in the film. He, he also um, didn't have to worry about uh, things that other amateur actors tend to have to worry about. They yeah. have to work against somebody better. Right. Uh, you're opposite somebody better. He there, There's not a lot of dialogue for him totally. to screw up. Totally. Absolutely. You know? So, I mean, um, his name is Ian benefit. Rowe, by the way, and the director is Neil Rowe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the actor is Ian Rowe. And, um, you know, and again, I, I think he... he 
he wasn't bad. He didn't strike me as like, oh, God, this guy just can't act his way out of a wet paper sack. Right. Um, it just felt like maybe I can even put this down to the director, which would make sense if he's like a VFX guy and he's not somebody who really knows how to work with humans that well. Like maybe he just didn't give him enough to work with. Ironic. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, totally. And so, you know, but but so again, I don't really blame him. I don't want to say like the guy was a bad actor. I just, it, it was because it was so on the cusp of something that was really, really great. I really wish it would have pushed itself that little bit further. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think that this could have been, if you had an actor who was like truly engaged in the role. Who's the, who's the dis District 9 hardcore mm -hmm. Henry guy? Um, uh, Blonde Camp. Well, yeah. no, the the actor. Oh, oh, oh! I can't. I yeah. can't think of it. I know it's a just it's an odd right now. But yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you yeah know, totally. Someone like oh, that. Oh, absolutely, that. absolutely. Yeah, somebody who's just really in it and is just like, damn, you're just feeling every emotion that they're experiencing at the right. time. Um, I think that that would have really pushed this thing over the edge. Um, and and I think it could have been like a fantastic cult but, film. But you know, I'm that, I'm sure but, just in in every aspect, you know, this was probably a tough sell. Sure. And probably one of those things, like I said, if this is like the, the special effects people that put this together, right? it was maybe one of those things where they had a big budget uh, mm -hmm. honeypot that they did months before and they said, all right, now we have the money to do the thing that we want to do. Right. And here we go. And yeah. where can we, you know, cut that? expense down absolutely obviously you know the actor it's like oh you know my brother over here whoever right, whoever right, it right, is right. yeah you know but he had a good look to him too yeah i mean no, i felt I, like I, yeah. initially right at the beginning i was like that's a striking image this guy right? looks good yep. um and he's just like immediately you have like these lens flares i like the you know the design of like the 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 stuff on the consoles and like his arm thing that he has like you know the the whatever like readouts on and everything like a very distinct look um you know it gave me vibes i got also got a lot of like oblivion vibes out mm -hmm. of this thing as well i mentioned horizon zero dawn oh sure yes. yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i and i With mentioned and, um, uh, the Death Stranding, yeah, and really very much. I mean, if you think about like, especially when he like puts the pack on the the robot dog's back and he's like going through this, this rocky landscape, I'm like, oh yeah, this is very Death Stranding, yeah. um, which of course is you know pre preceded Death Stranding by years. So, um, well, I just you know uh, the video game vibe of mm -hmm. you're dropped into a situation and then you have this landscape and you're trying to. Yeah, uh, you know, well, and you figure out what's what going on, and through, and then you find the little bunker yeah. where someone's staying, and right. you find your gun, and you find some information about what has happened, you know, in the past, right? And then you realize, oh, there's an underground bunker somewhere. But and, to me, it's video know, game in a good that. way. It's not in a, no, in yeah, a no. I'm not saying yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Because like I think about things like you know, which I I'm a cooler on this than a lot of people, but like The Mandalorian to me is like video game in all the wrong ways, you know. And I, whereas this, it does feel like it does draw from that in a good way. Well, yeah, no, this is this this is more of like an exploration, totally, as right. opposed to yeah. like having. Because I I was even thinking about that, like maybe three quarters of the way through, it's like a video game without the side quest. You're mm -hmm. just going on the main yeah quest yeah. Yeah. to the very end. And then, uh, but it it maybe it needed a little bit more something of 
find another human, yeah. find another alien, do like an I enemy mind sort of thing. I know. Too. I'm, I'm you know? glad there was no there other human. So I wish that there the were. World movies oh, totally. Have, sure. Yeah. You know, and and almost universally, the complaint is that's when they fall apart. Mm-hmm. Is when Absolutely. they find somebody else. I Absolutely. am legend. Um, the original, the original Omega Man. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever is The Quiet Earth. Yeah, oh, and, man. and and it, and it's Seriously. still. Why is it my favorite? Because of the first two thirds of that movie. Yep. Once other people come into play, the magic kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm glad it. that they kind of held on to that. Totally. In this movie. Absolutely. Um, Spoiler alert. There's yeah, no other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oblivion. Same way, even though it's two people in that. But like when they're like, we're, we find all the people and everything like that. That, again, I think is like kind of where Oblivion falls apart mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and again, I, I really respect the um, commitment to quiet and to slow solitude that this film has and it commits to it all the way to the very end i wish there just been a little bit more beats in there whether it's you know finding out a little bit more of the mystery as you go um whether it's just like little interactions with the robots um but i love how like that mystery is like slowly doled out too Mm -hmm. you know and like you do get it piece by piece um and i mean i don't know like i can already just in discussing it feel this is one of those movies that like i'm appreciating more in retrospect you know and so it is definitely one that i would like to pick up and it's like you know there's this kind of like tier of like kind of really really low budget movie like this not like ultra you know not like suburban sasquatch low budget something like that but this kind of tier and i personally i i like this movie a lot more than movies like the endless or like the void you know where it's like these are movies that have a very big cult following and people love them and they're these kind of like really below the radar movies i mean not so much with the void but like the movies like the endless which i don't know if you guys have seen but it's a another one of these kind of like science fiction like pretty low budget movies that people that love it just really love it i personally like this a lot more than a movie like that so i think that there are people out there that like those kind of super under the radar films that i think would be very very um happy if they if they check this out Again, I, I think it's important to go in if you're one of those people that like says movies are boring, then probably it's not for you. And that's totally fine. Just don't watch this fucking movie. You're not going to be into it. It's a very, very deliberately paced, slow film that is not at all what that poster says it is. Like no, there. No, yeah. No. The, um I mean it's it's got some action sequences in it, but it's not that movie. Yeah. First, first so, of all, that does not exist. Yeah. So the the uh, the robot robot on the robot. front. Mm-hmm. Not There's no the design that looks like that right. with two, like laser, yeah, pistol repeaters. Right. What about the back? Um, Is the back? But then like, it, pictures. But, well, I, I, I'm, I'm not even getting to the back yet uh-huh. because at the very <laughs> bottom of Robot World it says "built to kill." Right. Yeah. Not necessarily. Uh, well, well yeah. what, not the dog. I mean, kind, kind of, of, but you know, like, no, really. <laughs> I don't know where it's available, um, but you know, if you have the ability to check it out, I definitely would recommend it's, it. It's Absolutely. a shame because it's not often that I want to non-ironically encourage people to watch some <laughs> yeah, of the movies right? that we've seen right, or covered right. here, or at least the random movies. Yep. Uh, and this one I absolutely do. I, yeah. I want people to see this movie and for there to be more of a conversation around it. Absolutely. It definitely deserves to be seen. There's no question about it. Um, now I'm just curious if you can just like buy the Blu-ray, you know, because it might be super cheap. Buy it at half price bucks for 99 cents. <laughs> right. Yeah, or whatever it was at that time. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so just uh, Robot World does okay. Yeah, so you can get it for uh, yeah, like five dollars and fifty two cents. Um, but actually, that looks like it's only the uh, the PAL version. Um, so it doesn't even look like the U.S. version is easily accessible. Wow. Hmm. I scored. Yeah. You scored, man. Big time. Yeah. Totally. Out of front. Uh, yeah. Robot World. Good choice. Yeah. And um, good, well done. Well done. Yeah. Good roll of the Definitely. dice. Definitely. Definitely. Random pick. Bye. Cult followings. <laughs> <laughs> C O O. Uh.